the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. It almost feels a little bit weird to be back in the studio. I was only gone one night, but what a night it was. We did live election night coverage from Election Central Golden Hall here in San Diego. Five hours straight I was there with, uh, I call him my brother, Brother Ed Martin. Super amazing, fun night, I got to tell you. Uh, in spite of some of the disappointments, I think it ended up in, uh, being a great night for the Republican Party, and I will explain why in a little bit. But first, I got to give a, a thank you to everybody who helped to make it possible for us to be down at Golden Hall last night, Election Central, and bringing great coverage. I've gotten a lot of good feedback that we gave really good coverage and analysis beyond some of the perplexing meters and other types of odd gimmicks uh, that were used throughout the night on different media outlets. And so, of course, I can't, he, he wasn't there at Golden Hall with me, but he was really keeping the wheels turning on the show last night. Y'all know who I'm talking about. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. DJ Car- Carrot Sticks. I love this country. Man, five hours. Five That's hours. very impressive. Thank it's you. like a telethon jerry lewis <laughs> you're the jerry lewis of conservative <laughs> talk radio it was we yeah we kind of were and you know it's funny uh, you know at some time when i might get over my own um embarrassment and humiliation i might listen to the five hours because i know towards the end <laughs> we were so punchy there were there was comments about fluids and, and cockroaches <laughs> so you know it's hard to bring five hours is a long time to really be on your game particularly when it's getting late at night and you've been up all day but you know what it was an honor truly to uh to co-host with ed martin last night and to be on the air for five hours and it was exciting we had some amazing guests we had everybody from dr gina uh congress people former congress people uh we had gerard lamero on to explain how he might have been a little off in his predictions uh and it was it was overall a great night so i want to give a thank you again to everybody who was down there with us. And But you know what? I'm glad to be back in the studio tonight and broadcasting Facebook on Facebook Live like I usually do because I'm really curious. The one thing I didn't get to do last night was really interact well with you guys uh, with so many different media down there at Golden Hall. We struggled, everybody did, with being able to have Wi-Fi up enough and being able to really be online and chatting with everybody. And I really want to know what you guys are thinking today as a result. I didn't get a chance to do that last night, interact with you guys 888-344-1170. How are you feeling today? Are you angry? Are you, and if so, who are you blaming? 
for the fact that the Democrats did take control of the House? Or do you see it as just, you know, going into the midterms, everybody was saying, hey, the, you know, it's it's going to end up going back to the Dems just because that's what happens in American uh, po- the political arena. So, you know, why? And, and if that's true, if we did expect a red tsunami last night, it would have been bucking American history. It would have been extraordinary. It would have been an outlier, actually, for, to use a statistical term. So, you know, I, 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 but I, I, and y'all know I'm, y'all know I'm so competitive that I, I'm, I'm overly competitive. I go to baby showers for the games. Okay. That's how much I want to win. Um, but when we look at last night, we've got to look at the fact that if 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 it was that bad of a night for the Republicans, we wouldn't have seen the hysteria that we saw on the part of the Democrats today. That's how you know it was still a great night for the Republican Party when you see when you see anger and outrage and hysteria and panic on the part of the Dems. The blue wave ended up being. Like everybody's got automatic ice makers machine in their refrigerators now. But remember when you used to fill up ice cube trays and a little bit of water would spill out? That's that's what the blue wave was. It was like spillage when I was a cocktail waitress and you accidentally spilled a little bit of somebody's drink when you were setting it down on the table. That's all it was. It wasn't nothing. And oh, by the way, uh, you know, it, 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 remember back to 2010 when the Tea Party ushered in control of the House to the Republican Party, but Obama was still in the White House and the Democrats had control of the Senate. What happened? The House of Representatives passed how many balanced budgets and none of them got signed into law because of Harry Reid? So who still has the balance of power today? Who still has the vast majority of the power today? The Republican Party. Because you know what, President Trump, in fact, the night before the midterms, did I not tell y'all that I wanted everybody to go out and vote up and down the ticket Republican? But oh, by the way, let me give you a list of accomplishments from President Trump that he did on his own going outside the Republican Party. Because let me just be really straight. The Republican Party is to blame for why they did not buck history last night and why they did not maintain control of the House for a variety of reasons, some of which are obvious some of which have been talked about all day today in terms of a micro, uh, you know, area, this particular race here. and What did this candidate do wrong here? But there's some bigger picture implications at play. And I've got Robert Spencer is going to be on the show in a little bit, who uh, wrote the book, the bestseller, The History of Jihad, to talk about some of the scary, shocking results. Because there's bigger picture reasons at hand for why the the Republican Party is to blame for the loss. But it goes, it's more than just a few races like what happened here in California 49 or what happened in a couple of other races. Um, But, you know, again, I want to hear from you guys, 888-344-1170. Here's a, a little bit of what Donald Trump had to say today in terms of what happened. Candidates who embraced our message of low taxes, low regulations, low crime, strong borders, and great judges excelled last night. They excelled. Yeah, they did. In fact, here's an interesting case if we do want to get micro about it, and and we don't have time to get in all the different races tonight. Um, But who was it who went down to the border and supported President Trump in talking about that invasion on its way here while he was under indictment? It was sitting Congressman Duncan Hunter. And you know what? He won his reelection. He won his reelection. And in part because he supported President Trump and strong borders on top of the economic results. And he was bold enough to do a really hard hitting ad against his competition. In other words, he embraced President Trump, embraced President Trump's agenda and actually followed the blueprint from President Trump back in 2016 on how you win elections. Cut number two. Grace, on the other hand, you had some that decided to let's stay away. Let's stay away. 
They did very poorly. I'm not sure that I should be happy or sad, but I feel just fine about it. Yeah, I feel fine about it, too, because I got to thinking about it today. What is a win? Is it really a win for us? Let's look at this house. That what have they done in, in the last two years to really earn reelection, to really earn ma- to maintain control? What did they what they ran on just like in 2010, in 2014. And then uh, how many times have, have they failed to fulfill their promises? Give us the Senate, give us the White House, and then we'll get it done. They had full control of both houses of Congress and a president in the White House, and they still didn't get Obamacare repealed and replaced. They still didn't get, get cut spending. They still had a big bloated budget. Some key pieces of legislation, most of what, and the tax plan, by the way, some really key races that we needed to maintain control of the House were affected by this tax plan that Paul Ryan put into place that punished the taxpayers of the highest tax states in this country, taking away the SALT deductions. There was zero reason for the Republican Party to put together a tax cut that stabbed in the back taxpayers in California and New York and New Jersey and high-tax states removing the salt tax deductions to buy homes. Zero reason for doing that. It was nonsensical. But it, 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 and Paul Ryan, somebody said to me today, you've got to talk about Paul Ryan and why he's at play. He's just one of the main reasons why the Republican Party is to blame for it. We've got to talk about the 40-something Republicans in the middle of President Trump's first term who decided, who decided not to run for re-election. Why? Trey Gowdy, here's some great news that came out today. I said it last night during the five-hour coverage. I said the first thing, whatever happens with the House, the first piece of business that President Trump needs to put in play needs to be that he needs to get rid of Sessions. First thing that should happen. And you know what? I was glad today to see it happen. He had been waiting for that. I think it came too late. But we, and, and especially now that we lost control of the House, that was a really great move. What did, because you know what? The Republican, when President Trump went to, went to Washington, he faced two opposition parties. Many of them, Trump is right. He, should he be glad about some of them being gone? No. Because what is a win if we have control of the House, but then we have a Speaker of the House like Paul Ryan and all the other never-Trumpers, never primarily like the ones who lost last night and like the ones uh, who uh, did not run for re-election, who didn't do anything to help fulfill the people's agenda? And now the ones who did decide to run for re-election, re-election abandon him? I love this last clip from President Trump. I saw Mia Love... She'd call me all the time to help her with a hostage situation. Being held hostage in Venezuela. Uh, But Mia Love gave me no love. And she lost. Mm -hmm. Too bad. Sorry about that, Mia. Yeah, sorry, Mia. Sorry, Mia. You and Jeff Sessions can go hang out together because you're both feckless. And we have had pretty much a feckless house. We are better off without rhinos because you know what? I would rather have the enemy that I know, that I know how to deal with, than having somebody stabbing us in the back. But there's some bigger picture reasons why, some longstanding deep issues why the Republican Party is to blame for what happened. Because a lot of what went down reflects a culture that has been transformed from an American culture that values individual liberty, limited government, and free markets and favors socialism and has partnered with the ideology, the very type of ideology that wants to destroy us from within. Joining me next to discuss this is Robert Spencer. Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E.
You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Attorney Paul Hanks at the Santee Legal Center is ready to serve your estate planning needs with a powerful and ironclad living trust package. A comprehensive living trust avoids probate, protects your beneficiaries, and saves time and money. The process to obtain a living trust package should be simple and affordable. Do not be misled into thinking a high price means a better living trust. Attorney Paul Hanks at the Santee Legal Center will perform a free, personalized evaluation of your estate and match you with the correct living trust package at a great price, backed by a low price guarantee. You've worked hard to acquire a home and build wealth over the years, and now is your time to protect and preserve your estate. The last thing you want your heirs to deal with is a costly and prolonged probate proceeding after you've passed away. A living trust is the optimum estate planning tool and will bring you peace of mind. Go to SanteeLegalCenter.com for more information or email radio at SanteeLegalCenter.com. Do it today and rest easy tomorrow. That's SanteeLegalCenter.com. Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit, and they don't pass a refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards a purchase of your system. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today. If you're an unhappy timeshare owner, getting out of your timeshare is probably at the very top of your to-do list. And now that annual maintenance fees are coming due... You probably want to get out of that uh, burdensome and expensive timeshare right away, right? Well, fortunately, my friends at Lone Star Transfer can help you. Let them do for you what they've done for over 7,000 others in all 50 states of the union. Their process is done legally and ethically and best of all done very quickly. Lone Star Transfer also has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Brian and Karen run a family-owned business, and they'll personally make sure your experience is pleasant and successful. Don't let one more year go by with your maintenance fees hitting you in your pocketbook. Give my friends a call for a no-obligation consultation at 844-310-2646. That's 844-310-2646. 
2646 or online at LoneStarTransfer.com. That's LoneStarTransfer.com. FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. I would love to hear your thoughts on this election. A little bit later, we're going to talk about the big news out of this morning, which is finally Jeff Sessions forced to resign you know, if I if I had been Trump, he just he he wouldn't have even had any advance notice. He would they would they would have corporate America him. He'd shown up and his code wouldn't work or his key wouldn't work on the door. That's how that's how we used to do it in corporate America. Um, before I get to my next guest, I want to wrap up a little bit where I was talking about the bigger picture failures of the GOP. Uh, it, one, it, yeah, yeah, we can get inside micro the different races and and strategies and things that lost, but so much of of what happened last night reflects how we've lost our culture in this. In this country, in terms of House leadership, I see it, uh, you know, Nancy Pelosi or whoever it is, it's just one swamp creature from one party replacing the other. Paul Ryan has been as much of an open border, one world government, globalist, big spending buffoon as any on the left. And while he's been touting open borders, he's built a big fat wall around his house. He's absolutely worthless. Uh, but let's talk about some of the cultural issues. While the left has been working to transform our country, the, the, the Republican Party has done nothing to stop the fact that in a post-9-11 world, we had the Republican Party importing terrorists into this country and the Republican Party paying for it to happen here. We've, we've had, we have the Republican Party allowing us to be called bigots if we don't want to import people in here who want to replace the Constitution with the Koran. That's, that's just a little bit of the, of the cultural Marxist movement that the Republican Party has allowed to take root in this country. The Republican Party has sat back and allowed the left to teach socialism to our kids in schools and do nothing to try to push back against it. There were some shocking results that came out of this election last night. And here to talk about just a couple of them is Robert Spencer, uh, author of the best-selling book, The History of Jihad. Hi, Robert. Welcome back to The Andrea K. Show. Great to be here, Andrea. Thank you. Thank you. So today, you know, everybody's gnaw-boning over some specific results, and they're failing to see, in my opinion, some of the bigger picture issues that, that have uh, come about of the left uh, making a lot of progress in transforming this country into um, its Marxist utopia. And one of the ways that they've sought to do that is to partner with Islamists. And you wrote a blog post about two, uh, two wins that are really great losses to this country last night. Yeah. Uh, two uh, Muslim women have been elected to Congress. Rashida Tlaib in Michigan and Ilhan Omar in Minnesota, bringing the total of uh, Muslims in the House of Representatives to three. And the uh, disquieting thing about Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib both is that they are very, very strongly anti-Israel. They've written about Israel in the most lurid terms. Ilhan Omar has talked about Israel as an apartheid state, which is a ridiculous smear, and has written, Israel has hypnotized the world. May Allah awaken the people and help them see the evil doings of Israel. Uh, Rashida Tlaib has called for a one-state solution, which would mean that there would be an Israeli-Palestinian federated state, not a Jewish state, in which the uh, Jews would be overwhelmed very quickly demographically and then subjugated under the rule of Islamic law. So we're talking about the only, our, our best ally in the world, 
in terms of reliability and the only uh, democracy in the Middle East. And these uh, two Congress, incoming Congress people who uh, owe their positions to identity politics are going to be working very hard against the most pro-Israel president that the uh, United States has had since the founding of the state of Israel to try to overturn and block his policies. Yeah. How many days after 11 Jews were slaughtered in a synagogue? That these people get elected, and and well, was it, and was it before or after and was it before or after that? Excuse me for interrupting. That the Democrats' uh, buddy Farrakhan was over in Iran chanting "Death to America" and "Death to Israel." This is this is all related. You're absolutely right because the uh, left is increasingly open in not just opposition to Israel but opposition to Jews to open anti-Semitism. And it's, the left is increasingly open in its anti-Semitism, and this is one of the reasons why Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar were able to get chosen to go to Congress in these areas that are uh, made up almost completely of migrants, of Muslim voters, and they face no opposition, uh, token opposition, I should say, and consequently uh, they were guaranteed to go into Congress. But they got chosen because they reflect the mainstream views of the Democrat Party today. Absolutely. And I've been arguing for years that the left was partnering with them and um, as part of their cultural Marxist movement. And everybody was like, well, no, because Marxism has, you know, has God out of society. They, they don't understand that the left doesn't care. That's just, that's just a little minor detail because they understand that with Islam, it's really a political ideology that hides behind a religious component. And it's all about a centralized system of government with complete control over the people. And, you know, we, and, and when I did my open tonight, I talked about how the Republican party has allowed the left to Take our culture away from us. And if we speak up against it, and this is the perfect example of it, if we speak up against it, we're the bigots. And this is in a yes. post-9-11 world, Robert, that this is happening. And how many, how many refugees did George W. Bush bring in after 9-11? Well, this is when the Muslim population of the United States began to skyrocket. Uh, there was a tiny group of Muslims in the United States before 9-11. Most of them have come since then. And now uh, we're talking about representation in Congress. And the reason why this is a matter of concern, although we'll both just be excoriated as racists and bigots for even raising the question, but the problem is that Islamic law has a political component that is authoritarian, supremacist, aggressive, expansionist, and violent. And that both both of these candidates, both of these congressmen now, uh, representatives, Tlaib and Omar, are Sharia adherent, pro-Sharia, uh, openly so. And so consequently, they have avowed an attachment to political Islam, which is a political system that contradicts American freedoms and American principles in numerous particulars. And so how this squares with uh, the United States Constitution, that they're about to swear on the Quran, which allows you to lie to unbelievers, mm -hmm. to uphold. Old, well, these things have not played out, but they're going to in a way that's not going to be pretty. No, absolutely not. We're talking to Robert Spencer, author of the book, The History of Jihad. And speaking of history, I mean, this is the, the Republican Party has allowed the left to push this multicultural nonsense that has destroyed Europe. Well, how is it that we are bigots because we want to preserve the American culture? while at the same time, they tell us, Robert, that it's OK for other people to come here and force their culture on us. And if their culture is so great, why aren't they staying in their own country and doing it there? Why do they have to come oh, here and yeah. impose it on us? Exactly. If, if Islamic law is so wonderful, there are plenty of places like Iran, Saudi Arabia, Sudan, Somalia, all of them human rights basket cases that uh, implement Islamic law.
And this is another thing. You know, we're told that we're racists and bigots if we speak about Islamic law being incompatible with American constitutional freedom. And yet it's quite obvious. Everywhere Islamic law is implemented, the uh, human rights of women, of non-Muslims, and others is uh, trampled upon. And this is not a coincidence. This is not an accident. This is because of the nature of Islamic law itself and what it teaches. But if you say that in the United States, you get shouted down. Yeah, and and if you're and it, well, perfect example is Michelle Bachman to blame the Republicans for this. She tried to she tried to raise the the warning about the infiltration of the Muslim Brotherhood in the U.S. government, and the Republican Party came out against her. Yeah, John McCain denounced her on the Senate floor. Uh, really, one of the most shameful episodes of a shameful career in his case. Uh, but the fact is that there was, there were Muslim Brotherhood linked people and members, operatives of the Muslim Brotherhood in the United States government. Michelle Bachman named them, and then they were also named in a triumphant uh, article in the newspaper in Egypt just a few months after this shameful episode where she was denounced for suggesting that there should be an investigation of Muslim Brotherhood infiltration into Congress. The Egyptian paper, Rosal Youssef, actually named a lot of the same names and said, these people are Muslim Brotherhood operatives in the U.S. government, and they have turned the U.S. government around from being the foremost enemy of Islam to being the foremost enabler of the Islamic agenda worldwide. And that got no attention anywhere, uh, but it should have been made the necessity for an investigation all the more obvious. Absolutely. Well, you know, you and I, I think, are the only people talking about this today, Robert. But this is something that yes. has been a concern. We are. It's like Nani Darwish said to me years ago, we are handing our country away to the terrorist on a platter of political correctness. And there's two forms of terror in my mind, Robert. One is, is through the sword and the other is through Sharia. And that's the inroads in which they plan to take us over from within. Thank you for being yes. here and thank you for continuing to be a voice for this. It's, this is just outrageous. Has it been, what, a week and a half since, since Donald Trump was blamed for the slaughter of Jews in a synagogue? And then the left goes out and elects these people. It just yeah, kills, it's me. Astonishing. kills me. It's it astonishing. It is. It, it is astonishing. And, and, and nobody's talking about Farrakhan either, the buddy of the left who called Jews termites and literally was chanting death to America and death to Israel over in Iran. Yeah. Nobody's even talking about that either. I, 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 I'm, are we talking to ourselves? I mean, are, are we, how are we, how do we get, I guess we just need to keep bringing it to the forefront and that maybe we will get some elected officials to do something about it. But now we got these people in Congress. Yeah. And so it's become, it's going to become increasingly normalized. I wouldn't be surprised if you see Tlaib or, and or Omar introducing some venomously anti-Israel resolution into Congress and that it will pass because of the Democrat majority. Well, hopefully in two years that will change back. Um, and I'm just going to keep speaking out. And I thank you for doing that as well. And you've certainly received some backlash for your honesty. And, uh, you know, I'm willing to take it myself. Robert Spencer, thank you so much for being here. The book is The History of Jihad. Appreciate your time. Thank you. All right. Uh, one of the other ways that the Republican Party has allowed the left uh, to do us damage here is they've allowed a media uh, to run free for decades, pushing lies, propaganda, even colluding with the left in terms of uh, helping them uh, win elections. And coming up, there's big news about the media today. Jim Acosta, the accoster on the floor today. We're going to talk to Brian Maloney from Red Wave America and Media Equalizer when we come back. Want more Andrea Kay? 
Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Larry Elder here with my buddy Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows. Thank you, Larry. I take it from here. Just wanted to let our listeners know that if you purchase our Platinum Series windows and doors before the end of the year, you will get free, real free, not fake free, a feature that will benefit you for a very long time. Forget about squeegees and rags and hiring a window washers. You will get an upgrade to a self-cleaning glass. Let's ultraviolet rays of the sun, natural moisture and rain clean your windows for free for the best quality windows and doors call my buddy aaron for 20 percent off your entire order and one year interest-free financing california deluxe windows 888 new windows that's 888 new windows and he will indeed say your house can be covered with potato chips we wouldn't crack one 888 new windows that's 888 new windows cslb number 774518 some restrictions may apply I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials, what, for a decade? I was like, yeah, I'm just going to try it. My pants are, like, falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Are you interested in trading stocks as a way to generate extra monthly income? Then listen up. Before you waste time or money on another service, you really need to learn about the online trader community that everyone is talking about. This is the group that allows you to trade with their money. That's right. When you complete their training program, Apiary Fund will gladly put up to $100,000 of their own money into your trading account. And the best part? You get to keep up to 85% of the profits without putting in a dime of your own money. Apiary Fund's trader development program is 
producing seriously amazing results. And as a special offer today, they are allowing our listeners to get started for free. Just text the word buzz to 48542 to join Apiary's trading program now. Learn how to trade using their money, not your own. To get started, just text BUZZ to 48542. That's B-U-Z-Z to 48542 to join the Apiary Trading Community today. Text BUZZ to 48542. That's BUZZ to 48542. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. We are talking about last night's election, of course. What else is anybody talking about today? Um, I've yet to talk about uh, Jeff Sessions. Y'all know how much I have been looking for him to be shown the dough. I can't wait to talk about that. Um, and Joining me now to talk about uh, something, that the other big topic of the day. It seemed like it was going to be all about Sessions being shown the door until somebody else who should have been tossed out the door showed his hiney today at a press conference. Of course, y'all know I'm talking about Jim the Acoster, Acosta. Uh, joining me now to discuss that and other topics is Brian Maloney from Red Wave America and Media Equalizer. Hey, Brian, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me back. Um, before we talk about the accoster, um, your thoughts on uh, last night's election? Well, look, I'm in D.C. I was in D.C. watching everything from the hotel last night. And I'm telling you, the mood here is one of an overwhelming news cycle um, with one crazy thing after another going on. That um, People are still trying to make sense of the election results, a very inconclusive result. Um, I met with Republicans. I met with uh, lobbyist strategists. I met with a lot of people today, and people are still digesting it. But I wouldn't say that people are jumping for joy. They're not uh, crying in their beers either. Um, But we've got a lot of work ahead of us. And my message has just been that conservatives need to rebuild their movement from the ground up because a lot of ways we've been doing things aren't working for us. We need to change. Well, yeah, and and it's because I think that most of the Republican Party in power are not real conservatives. Look at Paul Ryan. He's not a real conservative. And, you know, you know, if if the I look at as though the the conventional wisdom and history, for some reason, the American electorate is kind of schizophrenic, you know, regardless of who's in power results in the middle of the middle of somebody's first term, they're going to they're going to flip the seat. So if it's inevitable, then there was no excuse for why the Republican Party and the House and the and the Senate to push through every piece of agenda that President Trump was elected uh, to put through. There was no excuse for it. The only possible explanation can be the one that I've come to the conclusion of a long time ago, which is they're just as the majority of those in power in the Republican Party are just as much the party of big government, big spending, open borders and entitlements as the left. They just want to be the ones in charge of it. And they don't want to be honest that that's what they're about. I would rather I would rather I would rather have them all be. Yeah, I would rather have them be gone at this point versus have them continuing in power. Yeah, I've made this point many times. And Washington is a town that is about grabbing money and grabbing power. And that's really it. The rest of this, you know, conservative, liberal, Republican, Democrat, is a lot of it is just for show. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of it is to get us all pitted against one another. But when you're here, they're all friends with each other. And that's the bottom line. So a lot of this is just a lot of it's political theater. Mm-hmm. Um but there are there are people who really do mean well, who really are trying to save this country. 
And those people we have to focus on. I, you know, I mean, I think that it's, it's absolutely amazing. I mean, now we have Antifa thugs out in front of Tucker Carlson's house tonight. You know, well, he was on the air. You know, they're threatening his kids in his house. Um, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that's been going on around here today. It's a weird, weird day to be here. Well, it is, and and I I hear that, and I and I think that I'm right, kind of right on track when I talk. I've been throughout the show tonight uh, that the that the re, these results reflect the success the left has had in transforming this country into a citizenry that is um, hates this country. Hey, uh, does not like a free republic and and are out there by any means necessary, including violence, working to transform this country into a, a Marxist uh, system that's going to ultimately destroy them in the end. But they're too stupid and too blind with whatever to to get it. And they the left has made inroads with the Republican Party either helping them, enabling them, or just sitting back and letting it happen. They let the left take over our school system, our media, Hollywood. They've uh, they've gone uh, been aboard with this multicultural crap, but bringing anybody who wants to come in here, who wants to come in this country and not be American, wants to come into this country and turn it into something else. And, you know, here we uh, are. Yeah. Well, that's absolutely right. And I think that what we've got to do is take the bull by the horns here. We can no longer rely on the GOP leadership you know, to win these elections. I mean, we've got to rebuild the conservative movement uh, top to bottom. We need new leadership. We need new everything. We need new approaches. Um, you know, we, we can't have another election where we lose even more than we did last night. I'm not, I know some people are saying, well, wait a second, we, you know, we gained seats in the Senate or whatever. But the Democrats right now are busy trying to find, you know, new ballots to, to count, mm-hmm. um, to undo those results. They have lawyers hired to to sue their way into victory in Arizona, Georgia, Florida, uh, you name it. Um, so, I mean, the bottom line is when they don't like the election results, you know, they go to court. When we don't like the election results, we go and sulk and, and cry and hide. And, and, and I think that that's the fundamental difference. We have to change our approaches. I'm not saying we lower ourselves to their level, um, but we have to get more aggressive than we've been. Well, yeah, they, uh, we have uh, yeah. we have no time to spare. And the 2020 election cycle began today. Right. This is no, this is going to be non. I know no one wants to hear that. I know people say I know, but I'm so sick of the election. Um, but the bottom line is, this is our last chance to save the country. Is 2020? That's it. We won't get another chance. We lose that one, we're dead. I'm I'm sorry, but that's the truth. Well, yeah. Um, getting back to what you said in terms of they they try to steal it there or try to if they lose an election, try to do it through the courts. It's worse than that. I'm Jeff Sessions finally finally got fired today and in a passive aggressive mood uh, move. He says in the letter, because you asked me, I'm sending in a, a letter of resignation. Doesn't that reveal right, everything right. about that weasel? Nobody's talked about that passive aggressive crap in that letter from him today. You know what the left also does when they don't like the outcome of an election? Well, first of all, what they did with the weaponized FBI and a DOJ was they tried to cover up the crimes of Hillary Clinton and then inst- install her as some kind of dictator over th- it, it, as a uh, overturning the will of the people in an election and then set up a coup attempt. And that's what Jeff Sessions enabled. That's one way in which they try to do it. They also do it through a, through a media pushing out propaganda and lies. One that was actually working with the Clinton administ- uh, Clinton campaign. Uh, that's, that's one of the ways that they go about it. They also are out there committing all kinds of active voter fraud. And the Republican Party's been doing nothing about it. 
Well, that's absolutely right. But the remaining mystery that's unsolved is what did the Democrats have on sessions all this time? What it what made him so feeble and feckless? What is it? What did they have? Photos of him in a barn? I don't. I mean, what is it they had? Because, I don't. I I, um, can, I I can tell you. I the second when I saw him in the nom and I've said this so many times, people are sick of hearing it. When I saw him in the nomination process, so hurt and wounded that his friends in D.C. that he had worked with were being ugly to him. To use the southern, they being ugly to him, calling him yeah, racist. Yeah. I thought, right, oh right. my gosh. What yeah. are we doing with this man? Because he, if he cares up so much about them saying, first of all, how is he, how is he blindsided by that? How has he not known who these people are and what enemies they are of the United States of America and this government? How, how could he be that stupid and that blind? And oh, by the way, if he is that weak, what is he doing in that position? And then he turns right around and recuses himself. He, he signaled, well, that, yeah. he signals right away in the nomination process why he absolutely was the wrong person to do it. It was one of the biggest blunders of Trump's uh, so far, and I think he should have turned right around the second uh, Sessions recused himself and yanked him from that. Um, but Trump is a doer. He's like, I'm just going to forge ahead, and it was a critical mistake. And, you know, um, I'm glad that, he, that, that he's gotten rid of Sessions. Um, Rosenstein it, it no longer has any reason to be in charge of the, of the you know, department now because the recusal's off the table. This Whitaker dude, supposedly, I didn't have a whole lot of chance to, to research him, but supposedly he's been very critical of the Mueller investigation. Well, yeah, I mean, he, he's somebody that we want in that position is what it looks like, at least for the moment. So uh, you've got to remember how small this town is. And when Sessions' feelings were hurt, it's because this town, he's been a creature of Washington mm-hmm. for too long. And, and, you know, social acceptance. I mean, these are, you know, you're interacting with all these people all the time. I mean, it's, it's a tiny, you know, geographically, it's tiny. And, and you're just, uh, you know, so... It, it's easy to see how someone could become like him, but I still think the Democrats have had some kind of dirt on him that they've been sitting on. They've been blackmailing him for whatever, two years now. I mean, I'm sorry, but that, uh, there well, has to be something. Uh, you know what? I ever, I, I have to disagree with you there because to me that's a little too convenient. I heard the same thing with when Roberts threw, threw the country under the bus by upholding Obamacare. You know, it just, you know, to me, I think uh, it, the simplest ex, ex, explanation is usually uh, the true one. And I think it's just that he's weak. And that is what happens when you're inside the beltway that long. And it's why we need an attorney general. I don't, as much as I like Ratcliffe, I don't even like that recommendation because he's also been a part of the swamp. I think they need to go and find themselves a fierce U.S. attorney somewhere around this country who doesn't know anybody in D.C. That's really yeah, what they need to do. Entirely, look, I visit D.C. when I have to and then I go home. I've always done that intentionally. I've been in politics for 25 years. I come in for a few days and then I leave because if you were to live here, you become one of them. There's no other way around that. It's impossible not to. Yeah. Uh, We've got about uh, 30 seconds or a minute left, one minute left. Uh, A lot of people really disgusted with Fox News right now. Uh, I don't know how much you want to say about that, but from calling the House for the Democrats uh, before Arizona polls had even closed to uh, the the stuff about Sean Hannity and the fact that he went up on stage, even though he's not a journalist. Shep Smith is able to, you know, in the noon hour, say whatever he wants to say. And Sean Hannity's he's he's Sean Hannity's been campaigning for Trump now for years. 
So, uh, well, that's it. And Sean's a commentator. Sean's yes. not a journalist. And I know a lot about the internal workings at Fox because I know a lot of people in there and I've had conversations just today about what's going on inside of Fox. And I won't say all of what I know. But what I will say is that the only thing holding it together a little bit is that Rupert Murdoch still has a little bit of power and a, a little bit, you know, he's not completely senile yet and is still running the show a little bit. But mostly it's Lachlan Murdoch now, who's a lib, mm-hmm. um, and the whole place is being watered down. We're losing Fox really yes. fast. Conservatives had better cook up an alternative to Fox fast. And a well-funded one, not a low-budget one, but a real alternative to Fox. Yeah. I love OAN. I love Newsmax. They're great. They're awesome people. But I'm saying, you know, at the caliber of Fox in terms of the budget, in the, in the sets and everything else. Well, you know what? There's, uh, there's a lot of talent. Shameless plug. I'm going to be on Liz Wheeler's show tomorrow. I'm on there every week. Um, I think she's an incredible talent. Maybe what people need oh, to yeah. do is shore up Newsmax, because that's also another one I'm on uh, all the time. Not every week, but I go on with John Cardillo and my girl Gina. And um, you know, maybe people need to start investing, maybe some angel investors to help shore up those organizations because they've already got talent and they've already got um, some means. They just need they need some money because, yeah, we need yeah, we need a great idea. Yeah, we, we need we need to help them out because we need an alternative voice. And, you know, and yeah, if, because and Fox is gone. They, and we're it. Almost gone. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Um, wish I had a little bit of time to talk to you more about the accoster. Um, I wish Secret Service had taken him out today when he manhandled a young woman in a press conference. It's unbelievable. It really is. I mean, it's just beyond the pale. It is. Well, Brian, thank you so much for being here. Appreciate your insight. And we're we're just going to have to rebuild this conservative movement. And I thank you for all you're doing. Thank you. Uh, Wonderful being back on. All right. Thanks so much. All right. Now, stay tuned. we got Murray Andrea K. Show coming up. In fact, we're going to get into a little pop the pop culture because you know what? We've got to push back. We've got to not just rebuild a conservative movement like Brian Maloney's talking about, um, but one of the ways we've got to do that is by pushing back against this cultural nonsense that's going on. Y'all heard the latest with the Girl Scouts? Come on back. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. I first learned about the Pittsburgh synagogue shooting hours after it happened when I walked to my own synagogue, Shabbat Services, near Seattle. Like other Sabbath observers, I was isolated from the news until I saw a good Christian friend who had showed up at our place of worship standing vigilantly at the back of the sanctuary. 
As it turned out, our friend Charlie, a Marine officer and NRA gun instructor and internationally renowned opera singer, heard the news and immediately took it upon himself to come to our synagogue to protect his friends. His decision, like the other expressions of support for the Jewish community from good people across the country, reminds us how blessed we are as Americans. As a great rabbi described America, it is indeed the Malchus Shel Chesed, the kingdom of kindness. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. Hey guys, Andrea Kay here. And if you're anything like me, you have a lot to be thankful for this Thanksgiving. For me, quality time with friends and family rank right up there at the top. And while Charlie's out looking for this year's prize turkey, the boys have some new markdowns on some of your favorite cigars and pipe tobacco. Need accessories? Liberty Tobacco has got you covered there too. And if you're thankful to have a good friend to hang out with, why don't you treat them to their favorite stick next time you're watching the game at Liberty Tobacco? Or bring a box with you next time your group is getting together. Need suggestions? The whole team at Liberty Tobacco can help you make the right choice. And remember, Liberty Tobacco has been around since 1975 and has two convenient locations. They're at 7341 Claremont Mesa Boulevard next to Ethan Allen Furniture and in the Flower Hill Mall right off the 5 at Via de la Valle in Del Mar. Stop by and pick up a couple of sticks for this weekend or visit them online at libertytobacco.com message and data rates may apply guys got hair loss i know what you're thinking should i shave my head comb it over wear a hat just stop this isn't 1970 keep your hair and your confidence because bosley america's number one hair restoration expert can give you your real hair back permanently check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts star one one to eight five eight five zero dude you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment people all over the country trust bosley because they're ahead of the curve they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back and the best part bosley's permanent solution is protected by the bosley guarantee let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for 250 dollars off Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The Answer. Andrea Kay, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to The Andrea Kay Show. We are rolling into our final segment on this hump day. Uh, we've got a, we've got an, uh, an uphill battle to climb because this is not just about uh, this isn't the politics of old where you know uh, midterm swing one way or this and and we've got two different parties you know both both trying to figure out how you know what tax plan is going to work I mean JFK former Democrat used to be the hero of the Democrat Party said ask not what your country can do for you ask what you can do for your country and talked about the benefits of tax cuts and what it does for the economy now the Democrats are the party that are surrounding Tucker Carlson's house and threatening his children they are now the party that that manhandles women in a press conference so some guy can stand up there and try to debate President Trump. They're all, the media today is all acting like, oh, my gosh, he's Jake Tapper saying he, they're gangster. They're the mob or whatever. Are you kidding me? 
Aren't you supposed to be at the party of women? Aren't they bragging today? One of the things that the Republican Party has let uh, the left run roughshod over is not just the media, but all this identity politics crap. They've let the left run us into the ground if we're white or if we're not, you know, or if we're a woman, but we're a conservative woman and not a liberal woman. While the left today is bragging about all these women who supposedly won these offices, they are okay with their reporter from CNN behaving like a complete jack wagon, including manhandling a woman. She literally should have immediately asked for him, to, that intern, should have immediately asked for him to be arrested for physical assault. That's what should have happened. And the, and the security, Secret Service, should have tossed him out. The president of the United States told him to shut up and sit down, and he should have done it. And what Trump should have done is reminded him, I'm not anti-free press. You're Jim Acosta, you, this is a press conference. If you were acting as the press and a journalist, you would be posing a question respectfully. Then you would sit down. Debating is what happens in candidate debates when people are running for office or when you've got people that have won office. We don't have a free press. We don't have a press at all. We've got spokespeople for the Democrat Party arguing with the president who was free and fairly elected. None of these people can accept the outcome of the 2016 election. That's what it's all about. They do not accept the outcome of elections. That woman who uh, from Georgia who owes $200,000 in debt, has no business running for governor, can't even manage her own life, bragging about illegals voting, is refusing to concede in Georgia. They don't want to accept the outcome of the election. And they will use any means to make it happen, even if it means like in Arizona, supposedly today they found 500,000 votes in Arizona. Yeah, I don't know how many trunks of uh, the member, I think 400, conveniently enough votes were found in the trunk somewhere to put Al Franken over the edge. There's nothing that they won't do. If you have Democrats willing to use the courts and illegally spy on the opposition party campaign and put spies inside, not just spying, listening, but putting spies inside, planting evidence, covering up the crimes of Hillary Clinton, a secretary of state and others, in order to then put her in as president. Talk about interfering in an election and then setting the stage for a coup attempt of the president of the United States. There is nothing these people will not do to take power back. It's like Lindsey Graham said, boy, y'all want power bad. I hope to God you never get it. Well, you know what? I cannot understand for the life of me why anybody in, in America today voted for a Democrat. But it's because they don't think like JFK anymore. They're looking for what this government's going to do for them. And that includes punishing anybody who doesn't agree with them. Because one of the things that the Republican has allowed the left to do is uh, have the left turn uh, playing all their identity politics and cultural Marxist nonsense to where tolerance is now defined as agreement. And if you don't agree with the left, they are allowed to punish you. Where, who today in the Republican Party is defending Tucker Carlson and saying this? Where's the rest of the entire Republican Party? Coming at Jim Acosta and CNN tonight for what they did and what, how he behaved and what he did to that woman. Where's the Republican Party? I know that tonight I'm supposed to be sitting here doing nothing but bash the Democrats. But you know what? The Democrats only have as much power as they've been given by the Republican Party. They've been allowed to get away with a lot and do a lot of damage to this country with no resistance whatsoever. None. And we got to get engaged. I got to say a thank you to uh, people like Morgan Murtaugh and Juan Hidalgo and Omar Kudrad, who threw their hat in the ring, and Diane Harkey, who inherited an abysmal situation in 49. Daryl Issa was on the news. Oh, I hope you're riding in a car and you're hearing me right now, Daryl Issa, but I doubt it. 
I doubt it because you're probably watching CNN, your buddies over there, or MSNBC. But you betrayed the voters with what you did when you were in the district and then with your decision to not run for re-election in the middle of President Trump's first term and then doing it in a way in which you set up Diane Harkey for failure and then went on the media in the morning of Election Day and said your district was going blue. You wanted it to go Democrat. Shame on you. Shame on anybody in the Republican Party that has allowed this to happen and participated in any way to make it happen. We've got one man, President Trump, who's working for free, I might add, who's working hard every day to try to save this country. There's some other good people, though, like those who threw their hat in the ring and worked their their tail off to try to win an election. Those within the Trump administration, uh, members of the Freedom Caucus, I hope Jim Jordan, not McCarthy, ends up as a minority speaker. Because we need, we need those who really want to embrace freedom and what this country was founded on. Because it is not, what this country was founded on is not recognizable in the Democrat Party today. I, you know, uh, Brian Maloney said 2020, it's either that or now. Well, we said the midterm elections. It was either here or there. I don't know. Do we've got more time to save this country? Y'all let me know. Follow me on Twitter and on Facebook. I'm going to be right back here tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Thanks to my guests, Robert Spencer and Brian Maloney. Have a great night. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.